As you massage the face, you're physically relaxing a lot of tension, you're holding the muscles. And we hold so much stress in our face. We hold so much stress in our jaw, around our forehead area. We tend to really overuse our forehead. I do tend to frown a lot. And uh, by releasing that frown, it actually makes me more relaxed. Lots of people find straight away when they've done the technique, their skin looks healthier, looks more glowing because we're helping to bring all the fresh blood and nutrient and oxygen up to the surface. We're feeding the skin, helping to instantly brighten the skin. So that's a lovely instant result from face yoga. Welcome to the Dr. Joy Kong podcast. This is where I have a chance to share with you some of the latest developments in the space of holistic health, longevity, and wellness. I have always honored intellectual curiosity and scientific rigor combined with real world practicality. My goal is that what you learn here will help you live longer and live better. Hope you enjoy the journey with me. Hi, welcome to the Dr. Joy Kong show. So um, as you know, this show is all about health and wellness and uh, I'm your stem cell specialist and anti-aging expert and this show is all about helping you to look great feel great and be great for every day of your life and uh, I've gathered together various experts in the health and wellness space and we can share information that will enhance your life and today I'm really excited to have Danielle Collins she's a well-known world-renowned actually a face yoga expert. Uh, if you don't know what it is, then we're going to explain. But she is the best-selling author and a regular on TV and in the media. She has over 17 years of experience and had helped millions of people look and feel the best version of themselves using natural techniques to lift the face and boost well-being. So Danielle, I am so excited to have you to share what you know and uh, to teach everybody to to look better and feel better. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to chat to you. And I had you on my podcast, yes. which was amazing. So I heard all about the wonderful things that you do. And I learned a lot on that. So I'm excited to chat to you again. Yeah, wonderful. So you are in UK, right? So mm -hmm. maybe you can tell us a little bit about your journey. And how did you even discover face yoga? Like what, how did this come about? It's been 17 years. What happened 17 years ago? Well, 19 years ago, I actually oh. became really unwell. So I just graduated from university. I'd done my degree in education. So I was going to teach, but I planned to be a school teacher. And I got glandular fever, or I think in the US you call Epstein-Barr. Mm. Um, and then this was then diagnosed afterwards as ME, which is a version of chronic fatigue. So I was um, extremely tired. I was bedridden a lot of the time. I had chronic pain throughout my whole body. Um, I had brain fog, I had a number of symptoms which were completely debilitating for me. And doctors didn't really know what to do for me. You know, there wasn't any sort of magic pill that they could give me or anything in particular they could suggest. They just sort of said, this may be something you just get over in a few weeks, or it may be something which you live with for the rest of your life. You know, we don't know enough about it to, to give you those facts. And at the time, I was someone who had little to no knowledge about anything to do with health or wellness. And I was a very stressed person. I was very much perfectionist. I very much pushed myself and really I burnt myself out in many ways. 
And I was determined to overcome this illness. And someone suggested, why don't I try a bit of yoga? I'd never even heard of yoga before. I had absolutely no clue what it was. But I remember getting like an old school VHS videotape about yoga and I would start just doing whatever I could. So because a lot of the time I was bedridden, it would be breathing techniques in bed, I'd be very gentle stretching exercises in bed. And I remember so clearly back now, even 19 years ago, just remembering taking that first deep cleansing breath and learning to breathe properly again, because I probably hadn't breathed properly since I was, I don't know, four or five years old, really, at the time. <laughs> so, you know, learning the breathing and that started my journey into lots of holistic therapy techniques and lots of holistic routines and rituals that I put into my life. So everything from positive thinking to meditation, changing my nutrition. I called on lots of different holistic therapists and did everything from acupuncture to massage, had life coaching, acupressure, lots and lots of different things. And I managed to heal myself from the inside out. And within about 12 to 18 months, I was fully recovered. I was healthier, I was stronger, I was more energized than I had really ever been in my whole life. And I knew that there must be other people out there who are either going through a similar illness or they just want to learn these techniques I'd used on myself, which really were very easy, very simple, could be done from home. And I then went and did training as a yoga teacher. I did training in relaxation therapy. I took some trainings in nutrition, face massage, and many, many different things. And I started teaching initially a lot of yoga and relaxation and meditation classes. And I was um, built up a very busy client base. It was wonderful. I was teaching lots and lots of classes and lots of one-to-one -one sessions. And I was noticing, and this is really going back 17, 18 years ago, that what clients were saying to me, Danielle, I love what yoga's doing for my body. You know, I'm toning up, I'm feeling more relaxed. I have less pain, less tension. My muscles look firmer and more lifted. I love what it does for my mind. I feel calmer. But what about the face? You know, I wish you could do something for the face. And I remember when I trained as a yoga teacher, thinking how crazy is it that we learn everything about how to exercise and relax the body from the neck downwards, but nothing about 57 muscles in the head, face, neck, ear, tongue, area. We just don't learn about that as a yoga teacher. And I was always interested in the face and I did some training in face massage. And as lovely as it was being able to give clients now and again, a lovely face massage treatment, I really wanted them to be able to do this themselves at home every day, because that's how they would get results. Not just coming once a month or once every two months to have their face massage by me. I wanted them to do it themselves. And really going back sort of 17 years ago, there were very few options when it comes to the face. There wasn't the options that we have in terms of invasive options, you know, so things like the Botox and the fillers, we didn't have though. I mean, they were around, of course, but they weren't as mainstream as they are now. And there wasn't as many natural options either. So there were so many women that were wanting something that they could do really easily for free at home, but that was effective. 
So I started to do a lot of research into techniques that have been used for thousands of years. So in traditional Chinese medicine, in Ayurveda, in Shiatsu, I started to research a lot more deeper about the face. You know, I was drawing on, of course, all the trainings that I had done. And I started to put together the Danielle Collins face yoga method. And at the time, I would just teach small amounts at the end of yoga classes, or I would do little focus groups with my clients. And actually looking back now, that was really key in honing my techniques because I as I was researching, I was working with real people and I was doing sort of those before and after pictures. I would make them a CD, they'd go home, they'd listen to the techniques, they'd join in and they would do it. And I could actually see what results it was getting. And then I've been very blessed over the last sort of 17 years that I've been able to teach this around the world. I've been able to teach it to millions of people online. Um, I've been able to write books on the matter. Um, I'm on TV. I train people to be face yoga teachers now. So we have thousands of teachers of my method around the world in over 50 different countries. And I'm just hugely passionate about helping people just to feel good it helps you to look good but i just love how it makes you feel and so many people come to face yoga for sort of the anti-aging anti side of things but there's this really lovely positive side effect that you feel calmer you feel more relaxed and you feel empowered as well because you have the tools in your own hand to lift and firm your face wow that's a wonderful story. Yeah, this is so interesting. It's, it's, uh, it came very organically. So how do you think the face yoga actually help people to feel better? Like, what do you think is the mechanism? I think there's lots of things. I think, first of all, it's the breathing. I mean, breathing has been proven in multiple, multiple studies. When we breathe correctly, we breathe deeply, how this can positively affect our central nervous system, how it can lower our stress levels, how it can help so many systems in our body and it can help so many ailments as well. And I'm a big believer in every time I teach face yoga to help people with that deep breathing as well. So I think there's that, first of all. I think taking that little bit of time for yourself every day, so whether it be two minutes, whether it be 20 minutes, to really take that self-care time is incredibly important. And again, it really helps you just to feel good and take back that control over your own mind, your body, your face and your life as well. There's also lots of acupressure points which we press on the face. So particularly when we look at Ayurveda or traditional Chinese medicine, these points have been used for thousands of years to help things like reduce stress, to help people if they're going through insomnia, to help with yeah. mild headaches, jaw tension and that type of thing. So we're actually working on a lot of those acupressure points but also as you massage the face, you're physically relaxing a lot of tension you hold in the muscles. And we hold so much stress in our face. We hold so much stress in our jaw, around our forehead area. We tend to really overuse our forehead, um, our temple area. You know, we tend to really pull in the proserous muscle between the eyebrows. We tend to tighten the mouth and purse the lips when we're feeling stressed. So a lot of my techniques are about lifting and firming certain muscles, but also some some of my techniques as well are about learning to consciously relax muscles and not only is this good for preventing and reducing lines and wrinkles because we're learning to naturally relax them but we're also relaxing the tension and the emotional stress that we're holding in them yeah that interesting that reminds me of uh, what happens with botox i i yeah. think you know i've definitely you know used botox and i love it because i i do tend to frown a lot and uh, by releasing that frown, it actually makes me more relaxed. So there's interaction between what you're doing with your muscle 
and your 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 you know your brain circuitry. So once you release your muscle, then you have a different feedback loop. So there's a, a you know I think it's a positive relaxation. Um, so and 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 I, I assume that uh, you guys are doing very very similar uh, you know similar effects. So um, I can't wait. Um, so when people do this, do they do like uh, twice a day? It's really up to the individual what they do. I am always encouraging for people to start small and build it up because I encourage this to be a habit for life. So it's not a quick fix. It's not something that you're just going to do one day and that's enough. It's like going to the gym or going to the yoga class. If you go once, you know, you feel like your muscles have had a great, great workout. You have that great boost in endorphins the circulation's boosted. You might have a lovely glow in the skin. But actually, it's when you go regularly that you start to really see the results. And it's the same with face yoga. So I really recommend keeping it up daily. Mm. But how much you do is really down to you and your lifestyle and also how quickly you want to get results. So if you've really got time and you really want to dedicate yourself to this and get results quite quickly, I'd say do 20 to 30 minutes every day of a combination of facial exercises, massage, relaxation, acupressure. If you think that that isn't realistic for me to start off with, I want to go a little bit smaller, just do one minute or two minutes. All the techniques in both of my books are one minute techniques for problem areas. So you can sort of build up a routine. If you sort of, for example, say, oh, I really want to tone up the front of my neck, neck okay so i'm going to do a one minute technique for that every day okay but i might build on that then and do another two or three and then start to do ones for the cheeks or the eye area and build on to that so it's fine to start small and you know yourself you know you know how much time you've got how much time you um you dedicate to self-care how much time you want to dedicate to self-care so i'm never really rigid in sort of saying you must do 30 minutes a day else it doesn't work you know i want people to fit it into their busy lives Great. And what have you seen in people's face after they started doing this face yoga? I mean, I've seen great results and it's really lovely. I mean, sometimes it surprises me how quickly people get results because I always like to go down the path of being like really realistic and saying, look, you may be having to do this for a few weeks or even a few months before you start to see the difference. But I get sent, you know, people's before and after pictures or get sent people's feedback all the time. And sometimes people are getting results, you know, within a few days of doing something as hmm. simple as, you know, we were talking again about something like the frown lines, but actually as soon as people consciously learn to relax that area and even then put it into their day-to-day -day life so they're not pulling it in while they're at a computer or looking at a phone so it's not only when they're doing that one minute technique it's throughout the rest of the day then they're like oh within a week you know we're starting to see that those lines are, are reducing um particular and it really depends on lots of things in terms of how quickly you get results you know i tend to notice it's not necessarily down to somebody's age whether they get quicker results so it's not like a 20 year old is always going to get quicker results than a 60 year old in my experience it tends to be a dedication but b lifestyle as well so if someone is complementing the face yoga with a healthy lifestyle if they're keeping out the sun they're wearing their spf they're eating healthily they're hydrating they're getting enough sleep they're making sure their stress levels lower down then they're often the people that are seeing results really really quickly because it just complements really nicely with that i see so maybe you can show us a little bit of, um, you know, how you do this face yoga, you know, people have seen, you know, the body yoga, um, how do you work, a, work the face? Of course. So let me just show you a couple of easy, quick 
key techniques. Uh -huh. So let's start with our neck area. So really nice one that helps to tone up underneath the neck. And it's really nice just to start with about thinking about your posture. So you lengthen up through the spine, you relax your shoulders, you ground your feet onto the floor because good posture is incredibly important when it comes to our face because that, that forward-facing <laughs> posture that we tend to always have when we're looking at phones and laptops, that straight away creates lines in this area, fluid retention. So working with the posture, relaxing the shoulders is really important. And then we just want to very gently tilt the neck back. Now, of course, if you've got any neck issues or whiplash or anything like that, just please don't overextend it lips together and you're going to bring your tip of the tongue up and down towards the roof of the mouth about a rate of one per second so it's just going up and down up and down and you want to breathe in and out through your nose as you do this so we're going and you'll feel that working underneath the chin there and you want to do that for about 60 seconds. If you need to start with 30 seconds and build that up, you can do, but that's a great way to lift and tone the neck. But I would definitely say to that, add good posture throughout the day. And that's going to really help to complement that very well. Then as we move up the face, it's really good to release tension in the jaw. So this is going more from a wellness point of view, but actually when we're holding tension in the jaw, this has lots of knock on effects aesthetically. So tight jaw straight away means that we're creating lines here, we're creating lines here. We may even be tensing right up into this area. So the more we can relax the jaw, the better in terms of releasing tension. So really simple, two fingers and thumb, we can just gently pinch up the jawline. Jaw, jaw so a really lovely massage and lifting off. So working up just like this and lifting off. And that's just really nice for releasing tension. And then there's a really lovely acupressure point. So it's just underneath the ear, just in top of the jawbone there. And you may want to massage or even wiggle that a little bit. And for some people it can feel very tense, very tender there. And if it does, it's normally an indication that you are holding a lot of stress in your jaw. So it's a, a really lovely one to do. Yeah, that's me here. <laughs> yeah, you feel that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. And then our cheek area, so lifting and firming lots of muscles in our cheeks. So this technique's really great. So you put your hand over your mouth. And the reason we do this, I'll show you actually the reason in a moment. I'll show you the first part. So the first part, we go like this and we transfer air from cheek to cheek. So we go. Now, then we use our fingers. And if we see any lines created around the lip area, we use our fingers to smooth any lines as we go. So we go. It does feel funny and look funny That's sometimes. That's when we were kids, right? <laughs> yeah, but we're working out the muscles now. And with face yoga, or particularly with my method, Daniel Collins' face yoga method, I never want to, you to see any lines and wrinkles as you're creating any exercises. So that would be completely counterintuitive. So with this exercise, that's why we then bring the hands up. Some people don't find that they crease around this area, but most people do. So if you do, that's why you're just using the fingers just to smooth that area. So you're working out the muscles without creating any expression lines there I see okay and then eye area so massage I mean I've got lots of techniques for each area but I'm just showing you some key ones here it's really nice to use our ring finger and just come underneath the eyebrows and very gently come underneath the eye and you do this really slowly 
really gently and you make sure you don't drag the skin so that skin around the eye area is so thin and so delicate and often we tend to push and pull and sort of tug at that skin more than we should maybe if we get itchy eyes or allergies or we're taking our makeup off so you want to be really really light feather light touch so we're actually working with a bit of lymphatic drainage here and it's very good if you suffer from puffiness or dark circles underneath the eyes and each of these techniques you can do for up to one minute hmm. so it's very light i mean you can't really if you don't pull the skin you can't really do very do it very hard and even just that light touch that light touch we we actually don't want to go down as deep as the muscle with that we actually just want to work just below the top layer of skin so we're doing the lymphatic drainage there mm -hmm. so it's, you actually feel sometimes you even feel almost like a little release on the sinuses as you go around and it's very good for the puffiness if we start to drag that skin we're just going to be creating more lines and more wrinkles mm -hmm. which we don't do there Okay. Then as we come up to the forehead area, we can go a little bit deeper than what we're doing around the eyes. So you can just do very simply one index finger and then the other massaging between the eyebrows. And that's beautiful. And it just really relaxes tension in that area. It stimulates a few acupressure points which help to reduce our stress. So this is going back to what we we're talking about at the beginning about relaxing that area that we tend to overuse, overexpress. <laughs> and again, you can do that up to one minute and then you can take all of your fingers and just come across your forehead area. And you can use a little bit more pressure again than what we did around the eye area. And this is really encouraging that frontalis muscle at the front of the forehead to really relax, soften, and what we want to do a lot with face yoga is we're retraining certain muscles. So there's often um, I encourage people to do eye movements and eye techniques, which have been used in yoga for thousands of years, because we don't use our eyes enough. We tend to overexpress with our forehead, which creates those horizontal lines. And actually what we want to do is keep the forehead relaxed, but use our eye muscles much more. So 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 that's the you know, I, I know you have, I don't know how many movements you have in your, in your arsenary arsenal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> over, well over a hundred, probably in the hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. But even just these few, it's, it's going to be really, really helpful for people. Yeah, absolutely. They really are. As far as helping with skin, um, you've seen people reduce puffiness and releasing wrinkles. Um, is it enhancing the texture of their skin? Mm -hmm. All of that, exactly. So lots of people find straight away when they've done a technique, their skin looks healthier, looks more glowing because we're helping to bring all the fresh blood and nutrient and oxygen up to the surface. We're feeding the skin, helping to instantly brighten the skin. So that's a lovely instant result from face yoga. And actually through a full facial massage you do for yourself, you will notice your face looking more lifted and more sculpted as well, which is amazing. Um, and then as you start to do it more over coming days, weeks, months, you'll start to notice things like puffiness under the eyes, reducing dark circles under the eyes, softening of lines around the forehead and between the eyebrows and starting to then notice the cheeks lifting and firming, less tension in the jaw and, and lifting and firming in the neck as well. So that tends to be the results from an aesthetic point of view that people find. Yeah, I know people, you know, people worry about jowls and, you know, just marinette 
lines. So, so that, that will be this technique that's going to really help that. Yeah, absolutely. Reducing sort of tension in the jaw is really important, but lots of my exercises will also work with helping to tone and lift the muscles around the mouth area and around the cheeks as well. And what do you think of, um, uh, you know, the ancient technique, which is popular now using gua sha, you know, mm-hmm. using the, the stones to, to massage the skin. And, and w- what are your thoughts on that? I love gua sha. I think they are wonderful. I think they work great. Um, I've been using them myself for years. I've been encouraging clients to use them as well. So they're wonderful. And um, last year I collaborated with a great company that we have here in the UK called the Hey You Method. And they are specialists in gua sha and traditional Chinese medicine. And we linked up together to do a gua sha teacher training program. So many of our face yoga teachers were requesting to get certified in how to teach their clients how to do gua sha on their face as well. So we put together an accredited teacher training program, which has been going amazing. So it's wonderful actually to see how gua sha complements face yoga so well and i usually say to people they want to do both they work great together and do one of two things either do your face yoga first and then follow it with the gua sha because gua sha tends to open the pores so you don't want to sort of touch the face too much afterwards so doing the face yoga and then the gua sha or do them at separate times of the day. So you may, what I tend to do is like a minute gua sha or two minutes gua sha in the morning, because my morning's always super busy and rushed, trying to get children out the door to school and get everything sorted. So I don't have a huge amount of time in the morning. So gua sha tends to be what I do in the morning. Or sometimes I'll use a, a like a jade roller or a rose quartz roller for a minute or two, or I like Kanza ones as well. They're an Ayurveda tool, which are amazing that you can massage the face what with. Cancer wand. Cancer wand. Cancer wand. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's um like a little um like wooden sort of um handle to it, and then it has a, a soft metal dome, and you massage your face once you've got some oil or serum on your face. Um, and it's great for very good for drawing out impurities in the skin. It's been used in, in India for a long, long time. Um, and it's very reducing and eating for the skin, very good for working acupressure points, or as it's called in Ayurveda, the marma points. So very, very relaxing, very good for the well-being as well. And that I tend to do one of those sort of tools in the morning. And then evening time is when I tend to do my face yoga. So that works really nicely for me. I can fit that time in i usually try and do a minimum of 10 minutes um, and sometimes i will use a tool afterwards as well just depending on how much time i've got that's great and um and of course eating healthy um and well hydration well all that's really important are there supplements that you recommend people take Supplements are, I mean, I'm always a big fan of supplements, you know, even if you're eating the healthiest diet in the world, I always think that particularly in our society now, the stress that we're under, the level of pollution and pesticides we're exposed to, how little nutrition much of our food does have now, I really like to complement it with supplements. But I think supplements are very individual as well. So I always say to go to a nutritional therapist or functional medical um, specialist and actually get 
the supplements that are right for you. I mean, the obvious ones are the vitamin C, people may want to include a collagen powder, maybe like a marine collagen powder into their diet. I mean, I'm always a fan of a B vitamin complex as well. I think that really supports your stress levels, um, helps your energy levels. I'm always a big fan of magnesium. I think that most of us are magnesium deficient, so I'm always really, really keen on that. Um, but doing what's right for you, I mean, fish oils, um, evening primrose oil. I mean, I could go on and on in terms of mm -hmm. sort of supplements, but I do think it is very individual. And I think that actually we can tend to either think we don't need um, supplements at all, or we can just take everything without thinking what our body actually needs. So actually getting a consultation about what's right for us works really well. Yeah, I'm a little conflicted about sunscreen, actually, because I just think the sun has a lot of healing properties. It probably does a lot more than what we know. Um, and um, I, I'm still not convinced that the, the, the sun actually causes cancer. I, you know, if you look at indigenous populations, uh, skin cancer, you know, we don't really hear about skin cancer um, and they can be exposed to the sun, you know, in tropics all the time. I think it's what you eat and what the toxins are in your body that's really triggering. Maybe there's an interaction, but I, I just think there's um, an overreaction to, you know, to, to what we believe sunlight can do. Interesting. I was reading something that said almost exactly what you've just said today, oh. um, which is which is in really interesting. I mean, when I was doing a lot of research, particularly for my first book, you know, all of the research was pointed about the fact that most aging for our face, so about 80% of aging, tends to be because of sun damage. So I've always been a big believer encouraging people to wear an SPF, particularly on their face and neck area all year round, because we know that those UVA rays can even penetrate glass, can even penetrate cloud. So actually I've been always a believer in that. However, I have always been really, um, really conscious myself of making sure that particularly in the UK, when we do get sunny days, which is not as often as we would like, but when we can actually get vitamin D in the UK between April and October to making sure I expose some parts of my body to the sun every day whenever I can whenever it's sunny even if it's 10 minutes or 20 minutes because it's really important we do get that vitamin d from the sun and I do agree with what you're saying as well you know it's about finding that balance between those really healing properties of the sun and getting the vitamin d I mean I do take a vitamin d supplement as well because we are here in the in the UK even if you're out every sunny day that we have you know we don't have enough of those those sunny days in most areas of the UK um but yeah it is about finding that balance but we do know that a lot of aging is down to the, the, the UVA rays in the sun and, and about 80%. But we also do know that the sun is the best source of vitamin D and vitamin D is vital for your immune system, for your nervous system, for so many things. So absolutely, it's just finding that balance. I think it's like everything in life. It's just being quite intuitive with it and just working out a balance that is right for you. But also finding the kind of um, SPF that, you know, the kind of sun protection that's not going to be toxic because there has been a lot of talks about how these sunscreens actually are causing all kinds of problems. So, um, you know, which is probably one reason, you know, I, you know, designed this product, um, this skin cream, Char Omni, it actually has all these natural herbs that have natural sun protection 
you know, mechanisms built in. And um, that's all I use. I'm not using yeah. sunscreens. I'm, I'm counting on the, the natural sun blocking capabilities or, you know, the, the, the protective um, uh, abilities of, uh, of these herbs. Um, yeah, but, uh, but definitely I want to start doing the yoga because uh, when people are just doing face cream, they're not exercising the muscles, right? Mm -hmm. So they're not, um, I assume the, the, the metabolism, the, the lymphatic drainage, and just a, just a blood circulation allows more nutrients to be delivered and allows better skin health. That's yeah, it complements your skincare so well, and it's helping the skincare to penetrate deeper into the skin as well. And like you say, if you're doing some facial exercises combined with that, then you're getting that, that combination. So work so beautifully together. And that's what I say for, to people that are rushed for time, you know, do a couple of minutes of face yoga whilst you're play, applying your skincare products, because we all usually take a little bit of time to do that every day. So if you can just take another two minutes or another three minutes to do a little bit of facial massage or a few facial exercises, then that's a great starting point. It's interesting. I had a friend uh, from medical school. He designed this, um, this device that has silicon in it that you put it in, in your mouth and you clench, um, you know, the exercise is biting on the silicon gel. And so he could, because this is like, 20 years ago. And he said, well, this is going to, um, enhance, it's going to exercise muscle because he's a, you know, a very into fitness. So you see people that are into fitness and they have less drooping, right? When they get yeah. older, less drooping, the skin, everything is tighter. So all mm -hmm. that exercise, you know, helps pumping, I assume enhance the skin health. So he's using the same principles and have people clench the jaw but then you're only working on this one muscle, right? So what about the rest? Um, so that's where your technique is so helpful that yeah. you're working everything. It's really interesting to say about that, that tool um, because Mike, I go and see a chiropractor every sort of month just for maintenance. And she's a family chiropractor. So she's always seen my children since they were babies, just for gentle adjustments. So she's very, very holistic. And she recommended for my eldest daughter, who's nine, one of these little devices, because actually she was starting to find a lot of overcrowding with oh. her teeth area and just needed to sort of just open the jaw up a little bit more. Now, trying to get a nine year old to do that isn't easy. <laughs> and she uses it very occasionally and very sporadically. But it sounds like it's the exact same thing. And the company that I got it from was an Australian company called Myomunchi. And they make it specifically for children um, in order to help them um, better nasal breathing, because now we know how important nasal breathing is as opposed to mouth breathing for overall health. And to also help children prevent them having to get braces as they get into teenagers, because actually, if you're making enough space in the jaw area, then the teeth have got enough space to grow straight, which is fascinating. But like I say, trying to make or not even make, but suggest the child to do that for more more than about two seconds about once a week is impossible so we don't use it very often but yeah I've definitely got experience of that tool yeah that's so interesting mm -hmm. so do you feel the massage um it, I assume you do both the massage and a lot of um, muscle contractions right so that's yeah. where the kind of the pumping uh, uh, you know um, actions come in and the com I assume it's a combination of muscle contractions and, um, and massage. I think exactly. I've seen some of your, 
the videos where you are holding down and that's the same thing as preventing wrinkling right and you're contracting exactly that yeah or you can do them as separate exercises so like for example the neck one i showed you where we're really working with toning the muscle we could do that and then we could add in some sort of massage into that area afterwards so sometimes they're done as separate techniques and sometimes we're doing exactly what you said we're doing a muscle contraction and relaxed relaxation but we're also making sure we keep the muscles nice and relaxed and smooth. So we're not creating that sort of lines, those wrinkles and those creasing, because that's the opposite of what we want to do. Yeah, this is so fascinating. Yeah, I, I thank you for sharing your knowledge and, you know, all the things that you have designed. So if people want to learn more and want to follow you and read your book, how do they find you? So you can go to faceyogaexpert.com, which is my website, and that's got everything that you need on there. If you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm faceyogaexpert, faceyogaexpert on TikTok, um, the faceyogaexpert on Facebook, and I've also got a YouTube channel, which has got hundreds and hundreds of videos that you can watch and enjoy for free, which is, again, faceyogaexpert, and I've also got the faceyogaexpert podcast, which is my weekly podcast, which is also full of lots of tips about the face, skin, and wellness, and yoga. That's wonderful. You're everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna incorporate. You know, probably nightly, just relax, Danielle. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hope you enjoy the content. And if so, please rate and follow this podcast. To reach me, you can contact Uplift Longevity Center. That is Uplift with a Y. You can also subscribe to my YouTube channel, Joy Kong MD. See you next time.